Hello, Red Wave. Happy Tuesday to you guys. It's not it's not Sunday. We're not recording on Sunday. So, but it was a happy Sunday, Caleb. Uh, Caleb Plus is joining me. Uh, Caleb, how's it going, man? Good. Uh, dogs on a two-game win streak, which uh, is not nice. We you know, are slowly building momentum here this season. So uh, it was a resounding victory for this Fresno State team, taking down the Lobos 41-9. to So, um, yeah, it was a great game on uh, Saturday, and uh, it was an early game. So uh, we also kind of had an evening after, <laughs> after the game was over, which was a little, a little different. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, well, actually, I watched more college football. Right, exactly. <laughs> so Caleb and I were talking, and uh, the more the farther we get into the season, uh, the less notes we take and the more opinionated we get. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, but first, we're going to get to your guys' responses like usual. So let's let's start this out. James Rodriguez says, finally, finally. The dogs we've been expecting have arrived. Dogs put up 41 points, like Caleb said. Defense went crazy. They didn't allow a touchdown. But my question is, Caleb, because I have brought this up. I've asked myself this question. I brought this up, and uh, I've heard other people say it. How much do we blame this on New Mexico just being a really bad team? I think a lot of the second half performance I kind of put on that. It just kind of seemed like they had kind of given up a little bit in the second half. Um, So the, you know, the score at halftime, I think was probably the most competitive half. Um, Cause I mean, a half was only, you know, 13 to six. So, I mean, there was only a touchdown game at halftime Mm -hmm. and then, uh, you know, the dogs really poured it on in the second half. So, Um, but I think credit to Fresno state for, continuing to play hard and, you know, really executing in the second half. And I mean, I think that shows strength of the team and the coaching staff of being able to, you know, work through, you know, some hiccups, um, especially, you know, early in the season. And now, you know, in the first half of, you know, not really executing, um, you know, as well as they probably would have liked and, you know, credit to them for really turning on the second half. So, um, that isn't really something we've seen a whole lot of, of this team. It's been a lot of, you know, just kind of hold on. Um, so it was nice to see him pull away and, you know, cruise to an easy victory. It's funny you bring that up because uh, I wanted to bring that up later on the show, but let's cut to it right now. I mean, we're sitting there watching the game and, you know, it's 13-6. And, like, well, I wasn't too impressed with Fresno State, just like you said, and, and we came out and made huge adjustments. My wife actually said she's watching the game with me. She's been into this season, by the way. I'm excited for that. Uh, she says, oh, no, we're not a second half team. I could have believed that. I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to have her as a guest on the podcast. We're not a second half team. We're not a fourth quarter team. This isn't going to go well. I thought New Mexico. I thought you said New Mexico was a bad team. Like, Great. I'm going to look bad. My wife's going to take my spot as a uh, host of where Bulldogs. Uh, but that wasn't the case. The Bulldogs turned it on uh, big time adjustment from the coaches adjustment in that game. And then from what we've seen in the past. So, yeah, I totally agree. And we'll get to some stats uh, later. And I think it's, and they'll show those stats are going to show that the coaches and the team have been getting way better. Um, Kevin says it was a great game overall defense 
you know, held New Mexico to nine points, offense scores 41. It's always a good day when that happens. Um, the Fresno State fans, amazing win. Rob Brown finally got the dominant win we all needed. And J.P. Rasmussen, his response to this game now is hopeful. So the red wave has turned from, I would say, scared, uh, non-believers to now, we are hopeful. And yes, I'm including myself in that. We are hopeful now. Uh, We've seen Logan Fife improve every single game. I'm very hopeful of this team. Definitely. I agree. All right. Uh, MF Classy Chris. This is the last one. By the way, uh, everybody, I don't I don't know what happened. Well, I know what happened. We won, and then you had a bunch of parties to get to that night. We had hardly any responses this week, which I was surprised, but it's 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 saving me some reading time. Uh, I don't know. I might need to read a little more. Some people say I need to get more educated, but hey, that's right. Uh, our last response, MF Classy Chris. They might just be starting to feel themselves, players and coaches. Looking forward to seeing what we do against San Diego State next weekend. Go dogs. <clears throat> Thank you guys for responding. You can follow us on Twitter at Beware CSUF and on Instagram at Beware of Bulldogs Podcast. I feel in themselves. You think they they feel in themselves? It looks like it. I the defense, so. especially. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely good to keep um new mexico out of the end zone i think they're they're on like a three or four game streak now without scoring a touchdown i think so uh, it's good that you know we didn't blow that and i mean when when you look at you know the three scoring drives that new mexico had i mean they were all starting i think at least at the 50 yard line so they were all really kind of you know one was on the interception in the second quarter and then the other two were you know just really poor coverages on the special teams by federal state which gave New Mexico really an advantageous field position. So, I mean, really, you take away, you know, three, you know, mistake plays. I mean, they, you're looking at a potential shutout because, I mean, New Mexico really could not move the ball. And uh, you know, when they did get it in uh, the red zone and even on the goal line, I mean, they had like three consecutive negative plays. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, that was nice to see. And, yeah, I mean, I'd say back-to-back games where Fresno State defense really is showing up. Um, you know, granted, I think this New Mexico offense was really poor, um, but yeah, you need to take advantage of the teams that, you know, you can and, you know, not not let them stay in the game. Um, so, yeah, definitely a great performance by the defense for back to back weeks. All right, let's talk numbers and, and names. OK, Logan Fife, 19 for 29, 225 yards, a touchdown and an interception. In general. Uh, let's talk about the game that Logan Five had, and what are your opinions on that? Yeah, I mean, much much improved. Uh, I think the you know the passing stats are kind of uh, inflated. He had you know one bomb to uh, Moreno Cropper that he completed, so that, that definitely helped the stats. Uh, I mean, if you take that one out, he's you know, only at 150 yards on 18 completions. So mm-hmm. um, you know that that part of it's <laughs> not great. Don't take it away. But... Don't take it away. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, he's improving. The, the interception was really bad. I mean, he was, oh. you know, running towards the sideline, you know, being, you know, chased by uh, New Mexico defense. I mean, that he just has to throw it away. Throw um, it away, young fella. And, I mean, way over through. I didn't even see a receiver in the area for where he threw it. He threw it right to the 
to the defensive back. And so that was just really frustrating. And then it gave New Mexico a really good field position on that. So yeah, definitely still learning, but improving. Um, and, but yeah, overall it was good. Uh, really targeted, um, you know, Jalen Cropper. So I think that was good for, um, you know, him to really have, you know, a big game and you know, we'll get there when we talk about receiving stats, but yeah, overall I was pleased with Logan. I think, he managed the offense well and uh, i think he's getting better every week yeah we talked about on the preview how this new mexico defense was you know no walk in the park I'm not going to say they're good but you know they're they're respectable and what i really appreciate about logan fife this weekend or this past weekend was taking that long shot to cropper because the second that and, and actually completing it because he's done it in the past and you know, as a as a quarterback when you're throwing deep you you want to throw it when they're either even or they got a step on them right because in even when they're even you're probably going to have a step on them so throw it he hasn't really thrown it um when that was the case you know we saw against san jose state the db had three steps on moreno cropper and he threw it or he's overthrown him. So just seeing that incomplete, uh, seeing that ball being completed and then Cropper doing the rest, Moreno Cropper doing the rest, uh, was really nice. And then once that happens, now it opens up everything else. Now, you know, we're hitting guys underneath. Uh, we can run the ball a little easier. By the way, Logan Five had way more time than any other game I've seen, uh, even, even when Jake was in. So I thought our, our O line, this was the best game they had played all season. And uh, due to that, Fife was able to find guys and he got it out quick. Most of the time, um, other than that one, when he scrambled and threw the pick. Uh, so uh, yeah, Fife looked way better. You know, he's getting snaps under his belt. That's what we want. Um, yeah. My only complaint is throwing that really dumb pick and he knows it, you know, yeah. He'll, he'll tell you oh, I should have thrown it away. And uh, Tedford even talked about it. We got to throw it away. So uh, also talking about, since we're talking about five, he carried the ball six times for 49 yards and two touchdowns. And one was a 30, uh, 30 yard run for a touchdown. He, uh, the kid can move, man. He looks yeah, good. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, he's you know, more than serviceable as a runner, which was nice. And, yeah, New Mexico was really selling out for, you know, the run on a couple of them. And um, I think on, on the goal line one, we probably would have scored if he handed it off or uh, if he kept it. Uh, but, yeah, um, he had a really nice, yeah, 30-plus yard run um, for the touchdown, um, which is good to see. And I think that helps with, you know, future future game planning, you know, against, you know, other teams. And, you know, they're going to have to account for, you know, Logan could hold on to the ball and hopefully that – you know, opens up more room for uh, Mims and Sherrod to do their thing, um, you know, round up the middle. So, yeah, overall, very pleased with that. Um, yeah. Can't yeah. It's, it's frustrating in the beginning of the season when, you know, we don't really know what's going on. We're losing games. Five starting quarterback, we're losing games. We have Jalen Henderson, who we know can run and do that now. And Tedford says, well, what I want is I want Fife to get experience. So that's why I want him to play. And he's going to start and he's, he's going to play. And it's kind of frustrating to sit through that time. But now you know why we pay him the big bucks. Uh, because, yes, 
and I'll admit when I'm wrong, I was wrong. You know, I thought, no, you know, the point of playing football is to win now, like as a football coach, point is to win the game right now not let's get ready for a couple weeks down the line but hey um there's a reason tedford gets paid millions of dollars to coach division one football and not us so i uh, he he's doing good i'm hopeful like everyone is saying and i'm I'm happy with the performance that five had and I, you know last time we talked about five we said i don't think he can win us a mountain west championship well you know what i might have to take that back especially if our defense is playing that well. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I, I think that's a big, big piece there is, you know, if he can, he can limit or hopefully eliminate some of the, you know, big mistakes, like, you know, the turnovers. Yeah. I don't see why this team can't win it. I mean, you know, the, the running game is finally getting going and um, you know, the passing game too. So yeah, all the pieces are kind of coming together. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we, we did see um, Jalen Henderson in this game. So talking still quarterbacks here. Yes. Uh, you know, he, he did get a series. Um, didn't look good. But what are your thoughts on, uh, on Jalen Henderson? Um, if, if, if any. I know we didn't get to see Well, him. can I just pull Tedford say he needs more experience? He needs <laughs> yeah. more snaps. <laughs> yeah, good answer. I think he yeah he handed it off twice. And then he, you know, kept kept one and then lost like five yards. So. Yeah. Uh, but no, that was in backups and, you know, uh, and we're up you know, 41 nine. Time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. They're not really going to be passing the ball, uh, running the ball though. Jordan Mims, 26 carries, 165 yards and a touchdown. Leak Sherrod, 13 carries, 55 yards and a touchdown. And then Elijah Gilliam got in four carries. 20 yards in garbage time. I brought this up in our Twitter space after the game. I mean, if you're on Twitter, look out for after the game. We put on a little Twitter space and talk with you guys about it. Uh, I was really happy with the uh, differential in carries uh, between Jordan Mims and Luke Sherrod because I talked about it in the preview. I'd like to see, you know, 20 and 12 and 13 at least for those guys. And we got 26 for Mims and 13 for Sherrod. So, and Mims, oh my gosh, 165 yards and a touchdown. That It was awesome. I loved watching him work. Um, and, and then even with Malik going in and doing a good job, I mean, it opens up the playbook, playbook more. Um, you could definitely tell that Mims is the guy though. There's no question about it. Um, but you know, I, I was really happy with um, the running game against New Mexico. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that Jordan got 26 touches because uh, I think we've been harping on that this whole season that like, you know, Mims is one of our best players on offense. Like, let's get let's get him the ball. Um, so, yeah, that was really good to see. And yeah, really productive, really efficient. And uh, yeah, in the you know press conference today, Coach Tedford, um, you know, really praised both of them and working together and, you know, how important it is to have two good backs and you know having Sherrod in there helps keep um, you know Jordan fresh and you'll keep him going for uh, the full season because yeah you need to have those two good guys there so yeah re- really good um, and yeah, re- really good combo to have yeah this, and when you do everything right there's not a lot to say <laughs> good job boys doing good um, and the O-line um, was fine run blocking so we finished with a total of 285 yards on the ground. Uh, let's talk about receiving. 
talked about Jalen Moreno Cropper, nine receptions, 158 yards, and a touchdown. His long was that 75-yard bomb. Uh, Nico Armijo, five receptions, 38 yards. Eric Brooks had a catch for 10 yards. Ty Jones, Raymond Powell's, Trey Watson, and Bulla Schmidt all had a catch. That's right. If you didn't watch the game, Bulla Schmidt had a reception. Uh, so you know, a total of 19 catches, but 14 of that 19 went to Jalen Moreno Cropper and Nico Remigio. So what did you think about this uh, performance by the wide receiver core and Bulla Schmidt? Yeah. I mean, uh, it was first, yeah, it was good heads up play by Schmidt, <laughs> you know, get, get the ball that had been tipped and even advance it for four yards. So that was good. I know it's always kind of risky when you get a, get a big boy carrying the ball and uh, ball security, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was good to see. You know, I'm, I'm sure at some point in his high school career, he maybe had like a goal line pack. Oh yeah. He was running in. So he's athletic. Yeah. That was, that was fun to see, but uh, yeah, I mean, this was the kind of game that we've been waiting for Cropper to have this whole season. I mean, you know, he's been hyped as, you know, this is, you know, our you know best receiver and, you know, he should be putting up these monster numbers. And, you know, up to this point, it's been kind of a quiet season for him. So uh, I think this is good for probably his, his uh, morale and, um, you know, performance going forward. Um, I think my, my one concern, though, is, you know, if future defenses are able to take Cropper off the field, whether just lock him down or double team him. I mean, you know, where, where's Logan going to throw? Cause I mean, it really seems like he's keying in there. Um, you know, Fresno state receivers, you know, we've got some injuries there. Um, Josh Kelly and Maria Edwards um, are both out and it doesn't seem like Fife is really, you know, spreading the ball around, you know, besides uh, Nico and uh, Cropper. So I think that's probably one of my concerns going forward is, you know, that could be, you know, something potential for another opponent to ex exploit and really take Cropper out of the game and force Logan to find other targets because he really hasn't been super successful going elsewhere. Well, and that's one of the things I want. I, I was thinking about is that a lot of the times uh, Logan didn't have to go through his progressions, like dump it to Cropper right away. He's number one. See ya. Maybe, maybe you know you're going to Cropper. Look off the safety and throw it chuck it deep i need to watch that play again um but yeah you're right another thing to add mac delana got a lot of playing time and actually he was open a lot mm -hmm. uh, go back and watch the film guys I, I mean mac he was burning his guy we know he's fast we saw him at ucla last year i can't imagine how fast he is now i good luck guarding him so uh, I, I would not be surprised if he gets uh, a lot of receptions in a, a certain game, if you know they're watching film and see that they can exploit something, but, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Logan um, grows uh, when Moreno Cropper is locked down or they put a safety over the top of him and they double team him all game. What, what are we going to do? How, how are we adjusting? So uh, yeah, it's, but, yeah, I, I would I would definitely want to see more more Delana. I mean, uh, I haven't been super impressed this season with Ty Jones. I mean, he just looks kind of kind of sluggish. <laughs> and I mean, Zane Pope's been a little disappointing too. I mean, I think he had a couple targets this game, and you know, one was broken up, and then I think one he dropped. Um, so just yeah, I don't know. I'm you know get the get the quick guy in there who can you know make plays. And 
Yeah, I know. Uh, Delana had one, you know, catch that didn't count. It was on the offsides penalty that uh, yes. ended up getting blown dead. But, I mean, yeah, he had his guy beat by, you know, at least two steps. And, you know, Logan actually made a really good throw to him. But, um, yeah, they blew, blew it dead before um, that one could uh, count. So, yeah, that would that would be that would be good to see him in there and get, get more speed on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I'm surprised – that we don't target Ty Jones more in the red zone. Granted, run the ball. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, defensively, Lavelle Bailey leads the team in tackles, and he had two tackles for loss as well. All right, Lavelle, game in and game out, week after week, he's the solid, the solid leader on this defense week after week. I what did you think of Lavelle Bailey? Yeah, I mean, he he made some really big plays, and it seemed like when when the defense needed to make a big stop, he was the one that was in the backfield making the tackle. So, yeah, he, he's really stepped up. He's a senior leader and, um, yeah, really taking charge, especially with another injury. Um, you know, Raymond mm-hmm. Scott, you know, I think he's out for the season. I think Coach uh, mentioned that in press conference today. He had uh, surgery on his hands. So, um, still pretty thin there, linebacker. Uh, but Bailey's playing really hard. And uh, same with Langley. I mean, they're playing most of the game, but – yeah, Lavelle's doing a great job of, you know, eating up space and, you know, getting tackles. And, you know, especially with, you know, kind of taking the role that Evan Williams would have. I mean, usually he was, you know, up on the you know top of the, uh, you know, box score with most tackles. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's been doing a great job. Three sacks this game. One for Johnny Hudson. One for Andre Fox. One for Leonard Payne. We haven't seen Leonard Payne in a while. Leonard Payne gets in there. And uh, Fox, I believe, uh, tried to beat up a ref as well in this game. I, <laughs> he didn't mean to. I don't know if everybody saw it, but he uh, – what did he do? He tried to shove somebody and he accidentally hit the ref or something? Yeah, I think he, he was kind of getting in a little bit of a shoving match with a New Mexico player, and then New Mexico ended up getting called for an unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct penalty. So all, all worked out. <laughs> uh, Elijah Gates uh, – I, I thought he played a good game, but he got banged up this game. He went down once. It looks like he dinged his knee on non-contact injury. And then later on, they taped it up. And then later on, they he went out again with the knee injury. Well, what's up with what's going on with Elijah Gates? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of scary, too, because I think the initial time he went down, I mean, he wasn't getting hit by anyone. He was just kind of exploding to the ball, and I think it looked just looked like his knee gave out. So, um, yeah, hopefully that checks out okay and, you know, he's able to go. I mean, the, the secondary or, you know, safeties are already thin enough, and uh, so it's yeah, really not good to have another one of those guys go down. So yeah, hopefully he's all right. Haven't, haven't heard anything further on that. You know, our coaching staff's really good about uh, not giving away any information about, <laughs> about injuries. So yeah, we'll have to continue to monitor that through the week. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we can save it for the preview, but you know, uh, LJ Early's out, Stephen Comstock's out. Now Elijah Gates, he's hurt. Um, we have a reserve nickelback, uh, Reggie Strong. He was out because he went to attend a funeral over the weekend. And we're trying to redshirt Amari Pate. <laughs> Hopefully we get his redshirt. <laughs> so there, there's a lot going on right now. Uh, okay. Uh, interception. Did we have it? No. 
Yeah, no, we, no, no. we did. We did not force any no, turnovers. We threw. Yes. That. What's going on here? How come we can't force any turnovers? Or I should, we, should, we can't force any, but it's been really hard for us over the course of the season to force turnovers. Yeah, it has. I know that we had probably two balls that should have been intercepted. I know, like yeah. just hitting the DBs in the hands. So, you know, part of that is why they're playing defense. Uh, but as yeah. my dad would yeah. say, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's not really something you can try harder at, I guess. I mean, unless you're really selling out to try to, you know, cause fumbles when you're, you know, tackling. So, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, being in the right place and, you know, sticking to your assignments, and then I, I think it'll happen. And you know, a lot of it, too, I think, is on the, the defensive line creating pressure because, you know, when they're pressuring the quarterback, they're going to make some bad throws, and that's when defense yeah. can capitalize. No turnovers, but again, three sacks. And then we did have 10 TFLs, tackles for a loss, which is really good. So total numbers for the defense. I mean, we only gave up 51 yards through the air and 87 yards on the ground. We gave up less than 200 yards total. That's yeah, and, insane. And New, New Mexico's leading rusher was their quarterback, uh, <laughs> Justin Holiday, And, you know, 35 of his 39 yards came on one one kind of broken play scramble. I mean, it was a disaster play. Dogs didn't have enough guys on the field. Uh, I think uh, Johnson was coming in late on the line, and then he kind of missed the assignment, and just the quarterback scrambled. And luckily, he stepped out of bounds, and then they went backwards three plays in a row and kicked the field goal. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you take that big play away, he's not not a not a good day on offense for New Mexico. But uh, yeah, interestingly, their their quarterback that they ended up starting, you know, was not uh, what we were expecting. We were expecting Kendrick, who's you know been playing most of the game so far for New Mexico, the transfer from Kansas, and uh, we ended up going up against a transfer from Fresno City College. So yeah. from <laughs> Lamore, California, from, from Lamore, going up against a local guy all the way in New Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, he he didn't have the greatest day. Eight for yeah. 16, 37 yards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they just I don't the state the state of New Mexico just really struggles with football teams. Their football teams are poor. I mm-hmm. if I lived in New Mexico, I'd move just because I have bad football teams there. So <laughs> <laughs> I will say probably one one of their bright spots is you know on their uh, their defense. Uh, AJ Halsey. 24 yes. total tackles on the game. I mean, that guy, he made almost every play. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, he was just all over the place. So, I mean, he's now, probably their, their one bright spot. I mean, he's their safety, so that's never a good thing yeah. when your safety is doing that. But he's a freshman. Oh, wow. I don't know that. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, that your your freshman safety is the star on your defense. That, that Yes, that is a bright spot. <laughs> um, special teams. A two for two uh, on field goals, long of 38, and he went five for five extra points. Uh, good game. And the key me. there, he was on the right hash both times. I mean, he hasn't missed from the right hash. He's missed from the left hash, you know, two or three times now. So that that is the key. We need to stay on that side of the field. <laughs> yep. Well, you know, I don't know if you've noticed this, and, and you guys listening, I don't know. Pay attention to this. When it's third and long, Pay attention to what side we run the ball to, because so once that you mentioned, once you mentioned that Abe hasn't missed from the right hash on third down, for some reason, 
for some reason, we always end up on the right hash in field goal range. If it's third and long, I've maybe I'm starting a conspiracy theory, but you know, maybe our coaches are pretty smart and they know this. And so they're running plays that we end up on the right hash. I don't know, but I mean, Kirby's young. I'm sure he's using some sort of analytics with play calling here. So, I mean, if we can see it, I, I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> they can see it. Yeah. But hopefully that's not us reading into things too much. Uh, Nico three punt returns. Eh, I, I mean, and, and one kick return for 33 yards, his kick return looked good, but you know, nothing wild it, for a second there. I thought he'd break it, but it didn't happen. They're, they're not kicking to him. They don't want to kick to him. Yeah. It seems like le- less opportunities now and, you know, rightfully so. I mean, he's, he's dangerous. Yeah. Um, anything else about this, this game that I missed that you want to bring up? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't love that. You know, we have a different guy kicking off and um, yeah, Lynch. You know, he's, yeah, he's not always getting it through the end zone. I mean, I feel like Abe was more solid with, you know, getting more touchbacks. So maybe that scheme, they're trying to kick it short, but um, I mean, that was, you know, not a great, um, I think that was uh, our first kickoff. Uh, you know, we kind of kicked it short and then the guy took it back, you know, into our own territory. So, yeah, um, yeah that was kind of the, you know, maybe downside there in the game was, um, you know, special teams coverage wasn't great. But, um, you know, Coach Stepper mentioned in his press conference, uh, you know, with all these injuries and people moving around, you know, they had some <laughs> new guys on special teams trying to just learn how, uh, learn how to do it, you know, in the hotel before the game. So, Ooh. yeah, that's not, not great. You know, plenty to work on in practice, but, um, yeah, overall didn't, didn't cost the game. De- defense showed up. Yeah. I know they're trying to kick it. Uh, from, this is from Pat Hill's words. He said they're, they're trying to kick it on the one yard line in the corner <laughs> of the end zone. That's where they're trying to pin them. And then everybody yeah, go, go hit them. So, uh, that's what that's what we want to look for. Earlier in the episode, I uh, I brought in, in this conversation, I brought up of coaching and how we, we look a lot better coaching. And there's one thing I wanted to bring up was penalties. You know how many penalties we committed this game? One. And I it, for five yards, I can't remember what it was. Was it uh, what was it? I can't remember, honestly. I mean, it might have been offsides. Uh, That's yeah, what I'm thinking. I don't, I don't remember it being on the offense. Yeah, I mean, we looked – that was that. that's a big change. We looked good. We looked more disciplined. Um, and then third down, 10 for 16. So we, we're in a total of 16. We had 16 third downs, which that is a lot. Uh, but on the flip side of that, New Mexico went two for 12 on third down. So yes, their offense is not good, but Hey, when you stop 10 out of 12 third down conversions, that's really good. Mm -hmm. So we're we're looking good. We look uh, well coached uh, and our, our O line looked way better and uh, they look to be scheming things um, for Logan Fife a little more or Logan just kind of has a, has more of an understanding of what's going on. Um, it, it overall is really good. We finished with a total of four, 510 yards. I mean, this is the game we, I mean, we, we needed the San Jose state game and now we had this game kind of to fine tune everything I'll say. And now we got San Diego coming up. 
And uh, I think if we get through San Diego, we really run the table. And maybe other than Wyoming is going to be, you know, a tough game, but we should handle everybody else with Hawaii and Nevada. Well, you know, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, definitely. I did look up our penalty. It was an ineligible receiver downfield called okay. on Jordan Mims. And that was a BS call too, because it did not look like he was lined up on the line of scrimmage. So um, I, I, I don't even count that as a penalty. <laughs> So no penalties for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we looked, uh, we, we almost looked like the past two games, we've looked like a different team. Yeah. We've, we've come out on fire, way more confidence. You know, they, they have something to prove now. So I'm really impressed. Uh, real quick here, Mountain West scoreboard. Notre Dame destroys UNLV. Colorado State beats Hawaii by four in the battle of the bottom. <laughs> Boise beats Air Force 1914. Uh, that I mean, this freaking Boise team, man, they always seem to figure it out. So yeah, they're they're un, uh, they're undefeated in conference play. So they're yeah. they're the team to beat in the mountain. Yeah, um, Wyoming beats Utah State 2814. So like I said, Wyoming I think is going to be our biggest test. And then San Diego State beats Nevada 23 to seven. Uh, Nevada's really bad this year. I mean, they lost to an FCS school. So I think they lost Incarnate Word. <laughs> and then San Jose State's game against New Mexico State was postponed. So, I mean, Mountain West, we said it was going to be a crazy year. It's starting to look, it, it's starting to look a little more um, organized. And we know other teams are rising to the top, specifically Boise State. And it looks like you know, it's going to hopefully it's going to be us and Boise in the championship game, but it would be in Boise if that were the case. So mm. I knocked on wood. Yeah, good. Us There's still yeah. we still got a long way to go, which yep. is good. That means we, we still got a good chunk of football season left. The nice thing is we control everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, even, even though we've we lost to Boise and we didn't look good against UConn, Really, that UConn game didn't mean much. So we're I, I'm still hopeful for this team, just like the rest of the, the Red Wave. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I think we, we covered it pretty well. Um, overall, good game for the dogs, especially away from home. Uh, I think it was good that, you know, wasn't any snow there in Albuquerque, you know, or mm -hmm. I think there was some wind. But, um, yeah, overall, dogs played really well. Um, this team is feels like we're kind of climbing again. You know, it was a tough tumble down uh, from atop our lofty expectations at the beginning of the season, you know, in the four losses in a row. But back-to-back -back wins is big and, you know, just in time for, you know, the heart of the conference schedule. So uh, definitely stick with us, Red Wave, because uh, there's still a lot of football left and this team still has a lot to, lot to play for. November 19th, we play Reno, Nevada at Reno. And we're going to be watching the game at Ghibli Winery. Make sure you're at Ghibli Winery one hour before kickoff. We're going to have pizza and wine will be for purchase. I know we're going to have uh, baked goods for, for free. And uh, we'll, we'll be enjoying our time there and uh, watching the game. And we're going to have uh, stuff, Beware Bulldog stuff for you as well. So uh, no need to RSVP. Just show up. We're going to have a good time at Ghibli Winery. Little ones can come. It's okay. But we'll have we'll have soda for them. There you go. Yeah. Um, 
other than that, we have a, a preview with the Sons of Montezuma coming up, uh, or a get to know, and then a preview uh, with CNC Football Factor. We'll be back. Um, I have to dance, Caleb, again this week. So uh, I should have gone with uh, turn no turnovers from Logan Fife. That'll be my next one against San Diego. There you go. There you go. Uh, but but yeah, I, I have to dance. Unfortunately, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, I was hoping that Michael would have to dance with me because he makes me look good dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I don't know. We, I think it'll just be a story this time since uh, all three. There you go. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, if you didn't see that, uh, all three of us had to do a little dance and uh, it was a good time. It was pretty fun. And uh, it seems like people liked it. Um, yeah, and, def- and like definitely, you, definitely got some got some traction on on Instagram, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and just to let everybody know, I got a text from Caleb afterwards. I can't believe it took us this long to think about selling our bodies for uh, you know, for interaction content. for content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I got to go hit the gym. If I'm going to be selling my <laughs> exactly. <body. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a good time. Uh, my wife. Uh, uh, fit, she she laughed at me the whole time and then i got a message from a lot of family members saying that i really need to find a dance studio so uh oh thank you guys for listening and all your support this whole season we're uh, a little over halfway it's moving fast so uh we're, we're already getting ready for basketball season is I, I can't believe how fast I, I want football to last forever but we're already getting ready for basketball season i think basketball season starts in two weeks or so and then uh, we got we're gonna finish out uh, football season and uh, hopefully a, a bowl game, a conference championship, and a bowl game after that. So you know, th- there'll be plenty more to come. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy. God bless, and as always, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>